Well, good afternoon, good evening, <laughs> wherever you are in the world watching this, or whenever you're watching this. Um, right now, at the time of this broadcast, it's uh, November 28th, 2022, just after Thanksgiving. And um, <clears throat> before we start, uh, we usually do a little introduction of each other so you know who the heck you're listening to and talking back to. Uh, <laughs> my name is uh, Regan uh, Forsten, and I'm a... Uh, uh, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, um, and um, but most of my work is done through my certification with the Newton Institute. It's like Fig Newton, but just Newton Institute. And uh, we're 250 trained therapists in the Life Between Lives process developed over the last 40 years by the Newton Institute. And um, we're about, I guess, what, 46 countries around the world now, eight different languages, and we have a process where we help you achieve a really deep state of trance, which most people can reach. And in that state, we found out that everybody has, I call it a little God switch. Uh, when you're just in that really relaxed state, you're, you're able to expand your awareness to the afterlife. Um, so what I do is I have people prepare questions that they like to ask if they get to visit heaven, the afterlife, whatever, everybody calls it a different name. Um, but it's that, that place that we, uh, Actually, we've discovered it's that place where we were created. And and uh, in our research, we found out that we were, God made us over there and we're just down here visiting for a while, learning things and then going back home again. Uh, it's a wonderful process. Um, and um, so uh, and Natasha will tell, she does in a minute, but we, we kind of uh, get you the same information, but just in different ways. Mm -hmm. For some people, um, a lot of people use both of us actually. Uh, and um, sometimes, uh, um, you know, just uh, just one of us, depending on what people need. So um, anyway, my, my website, you can see right there at visittheafterlife.com. Uh, today, we're ho hoping if you're watching live, you can interact with us on Facebook and um, also YouTube. You can ask us questions. Um, Natasha, she'll tell you being an intuitive medium, she can maybe do a, a little mini reading for you if you need to, or if you have any other questions about the afterlife or today, our subject, which we're gonna be talking about, which is surrender, which has a lot of um, a lot of connotations to that. Uh, some people think of it as bad, some people think of it as good to have to surrender, you know? And we're gonna talk about that today. So we're gonna to start out and then we'll see what, uh, depending on what questions you guys have and, and where we go from here, okay? So Natasha, after that long-winded uh, introduction, Natasha, <laughs> you did great. <laughs> tell them about what you do and and. Um, well, what, what, I'm what? Natasha Venter, and I am a psychic medium. I've been one my whole life, and I really enjoy helping people go through things and and you know just being kind of like I've been told you're a voice of reason, Natasha. So I kind of just you know, help people along the way, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. And this is why we were both called to do this show. And we've been doing the show for a little while and now it's on podcast. So if you know someone or you want to get re, you know, re-listen to this on podcast again, uh, you just listen to, you look up on uh, life clarifications with Natasha and um, both my Wednesday show and this show are on um, those podcasts. So with that, that um, we're here to help you. And, and what was called to do was a four kind of um, moment series. And we're not too sure yet how they're going to play out in the order. But, um, you know, since we're doing kind of four weeks up to the holidays here, which is a kind of amazing 
thinking that we were just in summer about two blinks of an eye away um, ago that uh, we're going to, you know, it doesn't matter what you believe in because of the fact that, you know, like for me, I don't care what you believe in, you know, as long as I just deal with those who, um, or I don't deal with, I, the guides and the, and the energies that I work with are ones that love. So with that, that as we walk forward, that, you know, we were going to do um, surrendering, trusting, accepting, and forgiveness. Those were the, th- the four things that we were going to work on um, talking about because they all go hand in hand. And I know for me that when I was going through some very big life altering experiences that I actually had a note um, by my bed that said, I trust in the, um, in the divine guidance that everything will be okay. I surrender to the moments that come towards me or whatever I wrote down. And then I, um, I'm, uh, surrendering, trusting, and accepting that, um, everything is in divine timing. And so with that, that, that helped me go through a very key point. Um, it was the year after my mom passed and, you know, everything was kind of on the edge of where I was going to go in my life. You know, after a major life altering experience, like my, my mom passing that, um, I had to get back to somewhere and that, that just having that note up there, um, I trust, I accept, and I surrender that it was amazing how that helped me get back to the core or me. And I thought, you know what, while we're going through this dance of what in the heck is in front of me, where are we going? All these plans going in and out of retrograde. And here I'm long winded too, Regan. So don't ever worry about that. That you know, it's one of those things that we're trying to figure out. Where's our truth? Where is our knowing? Um, Because our a lot of our um, boundaries and a lot of our truths and a lot of our um, habits are being disrupted because that's how we're going to become our truer self. And right now the planets are really asking us to create new bound, new, uh, new uh, habits, new structures, new knowings, not to say that we need to leave our old behind, but especially during these times of the holidays where we get so triggered because we're stressed or, you know, we're around people who don't necessarily want to be around because they're family, you know? So there's all these things that are happening that we're kind of like going, Hmm. Hmm. And so it just was called to do this series here. Yeah. So I'll start out with surrendering. I, I, um, I had to deal with this, um, mentally for gosh, when I was in my twenties or thirties and I started taking up a spiritual path and it was about surrendering to the higher power, you know, and, uh, words have power. And so in my, in my mind, what surrendering meant to my subconscious was you lose. <laughs> in other words, when you surrender, in other words, you surrender, the bad guys come in and take you over. You know, if you think of it in the form of a battle. But then I begin to wonder in this con in this um <clears throat> in this meaning of surrender spiritually, uh, when you surrender, you win. You know, in other words, the opposite of so you, first of all, you have to for some people have to overcome that word. That surrendering is something like you lose, you you didn't make it, you're you're not good enough, or something negative. Instead of looking at it as a, w- a wonderfully positive thing to learn to do, to really to move forward spiritually in your life. 
generally that comes when we have a problem, like, you know, we have a, a relationship problem, a work problem or something like this, and we're fighting, we're fighting, we're fighting, we're mad. Some people are cussing at God. Why do I have to go through this? Why is this so hard? You know, the, all the things we do as we get into the victim mode and everything. And the first thing to get you out of the victim mode, which is what you want to do as quick as possible, is surrender. And that's like, you know, look, I've got this situation. I got to deal with it. So do I want to do it the easy way or the hard way? And we, Natasha, and I can tell you through experience of our own and our clients and things that when you fight, 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 fight against something that you're supposed to accept, it just you, getting through the situation is hard, hard, hard. And you can do a lot of emotional damage to you and others in your life. So the first thing you do is you surrender to the sense that, okay, I've got this issue. Why am I griping about it? What's it here to teach me? I got to do, I got to do it. I got to get through it one way or the other. So why don't I just kind of let go and let God and see what I can do in a positive way to get through the situation. I found a lot of times at the moment I surrender problems, sometimes just solve themselves. They do. <laughs> go away. And you go, why, why was I, why was I fighting it so bad for so long? You know, because see, also when, when we fight it, we're, we're usually looking at the situation from a real narrow viewpoint, mm -hmm. you know, we're looking, like you have blinders on. Yeah. We got blinders on and we just look at one aspect of a problem that we have and we're just focused on that. Well, until you relax and surrender to it, like, well, we got this, we got to deal with it. Okay. Then all of a sudden your blinders kind of come off and you see all these other solutions and things and you emotionally begin to relax. You know, that way uh, to get something done. So surrender is a good word in when you talk about it in the terms of, uh, you know, spiritual, uh, mm -hmm. in a spiritual sense that way. Well, it is. And, and it's not, you know, and, and surrendering in a way, it, it releases us from control, which a lot of people have a hard time with. I know that, uh, you know, living with and, and being with and witnessing so many different people, including myself, that there's sometimes where I don't want to surrender it away, you know, and, yeah. you know, a lot of times when we're in an argument with our, with someone, you know, it's really hard to surrender, but, the, you know, step back a few minutes, you know, it's not necessarily that we have to say that that other person's right, or anything like that. It's not even saying that we're wrong. It's not even saying anything about those kinds of things. It's that it's that moment of breath that I find that surrender gives me. That even if I can surrender to that moment and and you know, there's that part of accepting things as they are too, you know, because they all kind of go in hand in hand. That's why, you know, when we're talking about this, it's gonna be one, two, threes, because and then forgiveness. I feel like forgiveness can be at the end because it, it has a different condensation or, or thought process. But at the same time, though, you know, that that surrender, just sometimes if we can surrender for just a moment and take a breath, many times we find that, especially yeah. in a conversation with somebody else that's, that's argumentative, you know, we're argumentative that, like I was telling some kids today who were with some other students that you don't necessarily want to trigger, you know, they're, they're just in that they're those kinds of kids, you know, you just don't want to trigger them. They don't know better to do better. 
and this one kid was 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 kept you know just you know just agitating just pushing just a little bit because he had good boundaries he wanted to play in on this place and the other kid said no you can't play here and it was not wrong with that one student but at the same time though they're they're in a certain situation to teach them to do better. So with that, the, the, we kind of give them a little different grace, you know, type of thing. But I said to this one student, I said, you know, when we're dealing with someone who is pushing us, sometimes we got to step back and, and, and know that once we, st when we stop triggering that the situation many times that surrender stepping back the situation like you said heals and like these students who were were um protecting their domain basically they thought the school property was their domain but it's not but they're in that that mindset that these students at them stepping back me having a two minute maybe barely two minute conversation the kids left and then they had the kids who wanted it so bad were able mm -hmm. to play because they were able to surrender to stepping away for a second and letting things heal. And that's that whole process. It was amazing how, you know, when you when you're ready to talk about something some, or you, you're, you're wanting to work on something, life presents itself to show you, hmm, actually, it might be beneficial. It might be beneficial. Mm -hmm. Surrendering sometimes, um, <clears throat> I keep thinking of it in terms of of Israel and Palestine, you know, this is an example of this back and forth. It's because um, neither side wants to just surrender and say, look, we both have this problem and, you know, we want to fix this thing. So let's talk about this, this, this. Let's see what I can do for you and maybe you can see what you can do for me you know, and we can work this out. And something like that, you know, um, things can be solved. You know, that, that's the beginning of like, sometimes when people come to peace talks, finally, you know, and they're dragged there, they're, they still, um, they still know that in, in to get peace, there's going to be a lot of comp, they have to prepare themselves to compromise, pre prepare themselves to let go of, of uh, wanting to get even, you know, um, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. In other words, for things to work, the, <clears throat> What just came to mind, I think I talked to it once or twice on the show in the last two years, but it was such a big thing for me. And it was the first time that I felt myself totally surrender to God, you know, I mean, and first time in my life I remember. And that's when I for nine years I had an addiction and uh, I had caused when I my finally confessed to my wife at the time, you know, what the what the issue was. It devastated her, you know, but I just couldn't keep it inside anymore, you know. And um, we were, we had planned on going, to, it was actually to a spiritual convention back in Oklahoma. And the plane, we, our, our plane got uh, disabled in uh, St. Louis. So we couldn't go all the way there that night. So they put us up in a hotel that night. And um, so we're there, she's not talking to me. I can see the pain that, she, that I put her through. I was feeling horrible. And I finally had reached my bottom, my bottom, my bottom. I went outside and I sat on the stairs of this hotel. And I remember that feeling of just like, I can't do this. You know, I just can't like this addiction. There's no way, even though I told her about it, there's no way I'm going to just stop, you know, because I'm addicted, you know, mm -hmm. the, the confessing or, you know, being real about the first step, you know, getting real with myself saying, I don't want to do this anymore. 
So I just remember that feeling. I mean, I just cried and there's no one else in the hotel even walking by. I'm just crying on the stairway and she's up there probably crying in her bed, you know. So I went back up, I went to bed and I, uh, I woke up in a dream and I was in a gurney in a hospital and through these two doors, like bursting through the two doors with this happy, loving, kind. And I knew it was a first thing, a doctor. And I go, wait a minute. No, this is a, an ascended master or a, a spiritual mm-hmm. guide because I could see his eyes and the love from them. And he had the the blue, you know, the blue cap on that that uh, when they operate on you in the mask. Yeah. So I could only see his eyes. And he just smiled at me and it felt so good. And then boom, through the door came like six other they were like masters, all dressed the same, where you could only see their eyes. And they totally surrounded me on the gurney. And then they started in a clock. It was, uh, yeah, clockwise motion. They walked around me and they just kissed the edges of my body as they went around. And then they left. And I woke up the next morning and my addiction was gone. You know, just like that. I couldn't believe it. I mean, the feelings of it were gone. And, and it lasted for about two and a half years. And then started to come back again. And I was um, I had done some work on myself and things that, that I was able to get some therapy and deal with it, you know. So, mm-hmm. boy, I mean, that was proof to me. Not only does God exist, do, do, can you get healings and the power of surrender? It was a powerful moment for me that really, really helped me. And that, that's when I was uh, 30 years old. So 40 years ago, 42 years ago. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. And and here you sit, you know, that and that's the thing about surrendering cuz I know that that you know many of us who have, you know, perfectionism, you know, letting go of um of our thoughts like um like we were watching uh some show on um on history or something like that about they talking about the the soul and and how we go through um uh how things um veronica says that's amazing <laughs> yeah it was i bet um and and you know like they were talking about the soul's journey and i was having a conversation with my husband and he's very 3d he's very in this world he's very much you know this is what i need to do and he says the soul's purpose I said, yes, we as humans have a purpose, you know, get through our day, do our cleaning, do this, do that. But then our soul has this purpose, like my soul purpose is to actually live my truth, finally shine my light the way that I'm meant to shine my light. And Mm -hmm. however that plays out. Uh, And so with that, there's that practicing for me to stand in my empowerment, not necessarily being powerful, but in my empowerment. And with that, that, you know, he was like, I don't get that. I, I have this journey and I need to be on it and da, 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 da. And, and it was interesting because that there again is the subject of surrendering, surrendering to what the soul wants us to do to compare to what our mind, mental mind, what we know, what our teachings have been, you know, the logistics of control, you know, that we get into this dance. And it's interesting to let that surrender have a moment to speak that actually letting go of something. And he's actually finding this, that letting go of the control, the OCD part of life, (laughs) you know, that, that, you know, oh, it actually turns out better. 
it actually turns out better. And I know for me, like um, when I've gone through something and, you know, there's a couple, uh, you know, I, this full moon eclipse that was almost a month ago now really rocked my boat. It really shook up a lot of my understandings. And at the same time I had the, um, the um, mantra of, I value myself. And so it was interesting how to do that dance. And so after a while, I just was feeling so overwhelmed in a way, preoccupied with so much going on that I have this understanding that I have this box. It's a big case. It's, it's, it's a huge, huge case. And I just, I just shoved everything, <laughs> everything that I was thinking could have been, should have been, would have been everything. I just, and I even actually put myself in that box metaphorically, surrendered myself. And I said, okay, Jesus, God, mother Mary, uh, Archangel Michaels, whoever wants to deal with this stuff, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm surrendering it to you. And it was amazing how, when I just went and went, I mean, it was amazing how much my shoulders felt lighter because it was, it was that moment of, of releasing. And it's not that I can say that I totally was able to, because we're still human, but I would say 99% of it was taken away. And it, it's amazing the gifts that can come to us once we do that. Yeah. I have a client um, now that's uh, getting ready to go in for a court case and, um, and she's uh, got to testify against, um, it's kind of against, but for somebody, somebody that did something wrong to her, but yet she's forgiven and, and knows he's doing better and all that too. But you know, she knows they're going to try to tear her apart and cross examination and everything there. And I said, you just have to just, just surrender. Like before you go in, uh, just close your eyes and say, okay, God, I'm just surrendering this to you. I'm just going to go and tell the truth, whatever that is. And I'm just going to tell the truth and just allow them to ask whatever they want to ask. And I'm just going to tell the truth and, uh, and just come from my, you know, kind of come from my heart. And um, uh, hopefully I'll hear what happened, but I know, I just know in different circumstances, that's all you can do is just before you walk on that door of someone you have to face or something you have to do that's unpleasant and just surrender to love, you know, go in there and say, okay, I'm going to do whatever I can to be a mm -hmm. loving person in this exchange there, even though part of me is pissed off, you know, <laughs> but I'm going to just let that go and see what happens. And the times when I've done that, I, just, I mean, just letting go, it allows you to walk in and not have all that angst because you've, you've surrendered, you know, mm -hmm. to, uh, to the outcome, whatever that might be, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so if you're not telling the truth, um, you know, you're creating this negative something and you don't know, but that's why they say the truth will set you free. That is like one of the most honest, best statements anybody can live by, you know? Yep. Uh -huh. It's like in a relationship, if you're in a relationship and you just know that it's time for you to leave, or this relate, whether it's a friend or a partner, whatever you have, um, and you know, you're not trying to just escape, you know, but you know that have this feeling that you've learned your lesson or you're done here. The longer you stay in there, you're keeping that other person from being where they need to be. Mm -hmm. You know, you're keeping them prisoner because you're afraid to tell them that you need to leave. So even for their sake, you know, you need to say, time for me to leave, because even though it's going to be crazy, maybe going through that with the emotions and everything, you're doing a loving thing because now you can let that other person to move on to where they need to be instead of uh, keeping them, you know, 
you know, prisoners and that way. So, and that's hard sometimes. It really is. It really is. I know I was um, taken to court by someone and it, it was over an insecurity basically. And I'm not going to say any more about that, but I, I, I was driving down the road and to the scenario and I was saying, Thank you for putting this person in my life to teach me what I'm supposed to learn. Thank you for putting my, this person in my life because of the fact that if I would have went to anger, I would have, it would have been hurting me. Yeah. It would have been. And, and this, this moment of thank you for putting this person in my life to teach me what I'm supposed to learn. Thank you. And that actually, once I went to court, they were like, the judge was like, why, <laughs> why? Yeah. And, and, and it's not that I won the case, but at the same time though, the judge was like, why, why is this even a scenario? And, and it's not necessarily that it was bad or good, but it was a moment where me going in with, with, um, with more grace, I would call it, I, I, and, and surrender you know, surrendering it to the greater that it was amazing how the universe could take care of it. Uh -huh. You know, that's why when I, when I'm getting into stressful moments, I ask for healing on this. I'm asking for healing on this. When there's riots, I'm asking for healing on this. When there's an argument, I'm asking for healing on this. I'm asking for divine healing on this. When I, when there's an argument between um, two people I care about, I'm asking for divine healing on this. When there's somebody who I find out who's past i'm asking for divine healing on this so that there comes into a scenario of of some kind of love for the situation which is surrender yeah because you know, that heals us you know another example of surrender as i'm thinking of this is um parents who have children who are in their 20s now or so and it's time for them to get on with their life and you see them uh making uh, bad decisions you know because you know, because you're 30, 40 years older than them, and you can see where that decision is going to land them. But at the same time, you need to surrender to the fact that they're on their own. You can you can offer suggestions and that, and say, well, you might think about this, so this could happen. But then you have to just let it go and let them do their thing, because that's how they're going to learn. Just like just like we did, you know, going through making wrong choices, mm -hmm. wrong turns, and things like that. So it's hard sometimes for parents to just not force their opinion on their children that way when they see them making bad mistakes but you have to just surrender to just say okay god ah i don't want to do this but i gotta let them <laughs> yeah them on their own you know exactly and, and it's not necessarily that that you know surrendering means that you step back and you go not my problem right not my problem you know and 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 you know it, it's not about that but it's that surrendering is about giving a breath and i and we can't say that enough it's about giving a breath to a moment because of the fact that we all need to have good boundaries you know and surrendering doesn't mean that you don't have good boundaries you have flexible boundaries surrendering means that you have flexible boundaries so sometimes you have to have strong boundaries in one moment but then you can step back and 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 move over just a little bit and have other strong boundaries in another moment but give breath for a moment let's say if you come at you you're you're you know needing to have boundaries because um someone is blaming you for something and you're like no i didn't do that and then they go to the bathroom and you step back and you go okay 
I'm asking for divine healing on this because this is something I'm not able to do. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling here. I'm struggling. And then they come back out and you go and they start blaming again. You go, no, that's not true. But yet giving that moment sometimes gave that other that, you know, gave a chance for things to breathe. And then you have different that you have different energy to um, to to be in front of another person. So it's not about, you know, saying I give totally, but it's that surrendering and and I know for me that many a times in my life that there's been times where um, I, I have a strong belief system in divine love and, and whoever is that, that's angels, God, I so-called God, you know, the, you know, whoever is there to support me, Mother Mary, you know, I have a wide expanse of, of, uh, of belief system. And there's been times where I get on the ground and I just, I, I just, I get, and I bow, I say, I give. I give all of me. I give all of me. I give all of me. There's a fly here. <laughs> uh, I give all of me to divine so that I can be my greater self. Because a lot of times I step into control. I want to step into driver's seat. No, I don't necessarily want to be in the driver's seat. I'm also not in the passenger seat. I'm in the console in the middle. So I can, hey, hey, let's go here. That looks kind of interesting. Or, hey, can you, can you, what do you think about being the passenger along with me to do this work? You know, so, so it's not necessarily that I'm in the back seat or the driver's seat or the side seat, but it's where I'm kind of in the middle of everything so that I can give my insights and my knowings. But at the same time, I'm, I'm able to be with what the universe is helping me to do. Yeah, they say to advance uh, spiritually, a lot of gurus of, and uh, religious um, know-it-alls, as I call them, you know, uh, in a good way, uh, say that the, the best path to follow in life is the neutral path, you know, walking down the middle, not in a sense, not being uh, before or against anything. That doesn't mean that you don't have causes that you work for or that sort of thing, you know, too. But it just means just to stay in that when you're neutral, you can you can easily see both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're when you're way off to the right or off to the left, you're blinded by all this. It's on, you know, way over there on the other side. So uh, being <clears throat> neutral um, is and it, being neutral too too is also a way of not accumulating karma. You know, not accumulating paybacks. You know, as you walk the middle line, and mm-hmm. that's so hard for us to do. But um, it's a, it's attainable, and I think people find themselves on and off in their life being able to be you know, in the neutral zone, you know, mm-hmm. the, uh, is the good place. Um, so um, surrender comes in just so many forms. I mean, a lot of people go through surrender when they have to go through like a cancer operation or they're going in for surgery. And there's a, maybe a, a one in a hundred chance if it's, you know, that they might pass away or something like that. And they, uh, you'll find that when people go in and they've surrendered in a sense, um, your body is less tense. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why um, with hypnosis, uh, the studies have found that people that um, have a, you know, get put into hypnosis before an operation, uh, they have about 30% less scarring and they heal about 30% faster. You know, for instance, there was a, a case I knew of, of a woman, uh, she was going in to have, um, she was going to be having a, you know, knife knife cut where they got to open her up, you know. Mm-hmm. And, in hypnosis, the therapist um, told her subconscious that 
the knife is our friend. You know, it's not because what your body does is it, it just instinctively, if, if, if there's a knife or something touches like that, it goes into protect mode, mm -hmm. tightens up, you know, like fight instead of flight, you know, and uh, when you do that and you tighten everything up, you're, you know, it's, it's harder for the uh, physician to open you up and it, it's your, cause your body's like, this is the bad guy. This is the bad guy. So what they did is they just, you know, informed her to the subconscious that, Hey, this, this is your buddy here. He's going to fix you. And so mm -hmm. the cut comes, just be relaxed and calm. And, uh, you know, it, uh, would help. It's amazing. Um, I, I watched on, um, uh, I want to say Swiddle, Swiddle, John Stossel. <clears throat> Remember, he used to have all these uh, specials, John Stossel and CBS. Mm -hmm. I else. think so, yeah. I don't I remember. Anymore. I wonder I haven't heard from it. But anyway, he did a report on, and he was right there in surgery with somebody who had to have skin burned off her face uh, to do something. And she was in hypnosis during it. And he watched the surgery, and she's got no anesthesia. They're they're cutting into her and she just a little twitch here and there. So when she came out of it, John Stossel, you know, with the cameras, everything says, well, what was that like? I mean, didn't you feel all that burning, everything like that? She says, no, I was, I was, uh, I, I was like, I was a penguin and I was in the Antarctic and I was just swimming with all these other penguins in the cool, beautiful water, you know, like that. So, you know, Stossel said, wow, maybe hypnosis works, you know, <laughs> Exactly. I know I can kind of say the same thing for my dad who he had colon cancer and passed away from lung cancer. But he when he went in for his um, colon cancer surgery that he um, and I'm asking for healing on my body as I'm talking here that, um, you know, the doctor was amazed how much he did not bleed. You know, he says this was the yeah. surgery that I have had the least amount of bleeding because of the fact that my dad went in with surrender. He went in with, okay, if this is what I'm meant to do, I'm asking for divine help with this. I'm surrendering my body to it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm opening up to the greater healing that can happen. And I can tell you that my dad lived for 10 more years, you know, yeah. and um, which was amazing for how bad he was, you know, it, it wasn't like it was a good one, but, um, but there again was that moment where he accepted, not necessarily that he had, he accepted that he had something that he had to work on and he didn't necessarily like what he had to work on, but he accepted in a way he surrendered to it, which gave him the moment of his body to be able to heal as much as it physically could. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was, it was amazing how they said hardly any blood was used and, and, you know, you kept most of yours. <laughs> they said. It's, it's, it's interesting how powerful the mind is though, too. Uh, we had a case history at the uh, hypnotherapy college I went to. And one of the case histories that was there was um, a hypnotherapist came upon an accident where a person was bleeding out and the hypnotherapist, not knowing what, cause he weren't a doctor or anything, but, the person, when, when you're, when you're in shock, you're in trance, you're, you're in an altered state, you know, when you're in shock. So he went up to me, held, held this person and he just yells at them. He said, stop bleeding, you know, right to that way. And he just saw as the blood just slowly stopped. And that when the, everybody there came there and he told what happened, they said, well, look, he's got this big wound here, but it's not bleeding, you know, but it just, that's the power of the mind, you know, to, mm -hmm. to do it with the body, you know. Um, it's just, it's amazing what our subconsciouses can do. 
Um, now, the other thing about surrender too, a lot of my clients that come to me when uh, I, I help them re get to that real deep trance state and then they visit the other side and there's a, uh, usually the, they get to have a conversation with their higher self, you know, the part of part of a person that's always in heaven and part of it's in the body. And uh, the higher self, uh, when asked uh, to come out, will. So like sometimes I'm person's deep in trance and then I'll say, I have a feeling I'm talking to so-and-so's higher self. Is that true? And then the person, yes. And I said, wow, so you're the higher self, right? And he goes, yes. Wow. And then we're, we're talking to that deep super conscious or that something that's behind our conscious self or higher self, whatever you want to call it. Um, and that higher self can actually diagnose a person. You can ask them for if they'll do a body scan and they do. Mm -hmm. And if anybody watching this is, there's been probably a hundred thousand cases of this so far. Um, it's just called a uh, quantum healing hypnosis technique. And it's where we, when we get you in a real deep state of trance, we talk to the parts of you that knows why you have your issue and uh, sometimes can actually do a do a, uh, an actual healing for you. So, you know, but when people have certain issues and they get to the other side and they ask uh, and they ask why, like, why am I having such a difficult life? All this. And then they're shown how that's kind of in their life's contract that they chose to come down and to go through a lot of difficulties because they had to learn they had to learn how to deal with them and how that would make them a more loving, compassionate, kind person by going through uh, trials and tribulations. So when they learn that and they come back, now they have this big perspective that, wow, I chose to go through difficult times. So what am I complaining about? You know, it's like like you sign up for this really hard course in college and you're in there and you're going, why did I ever do this? It's just too hard. But you hang in there and you do it and you get out of it and you go, man, I'm so glad that I hung in there. Yeah, exactly. What did I learn from this whole scenario? And and that's the thing about life. It's it's it, it's an interesting process when because I know I spend a lot of my life surrendering to the greater picture. OK, I'm put into this like I was given a, a situation in my day job and I'm like going, there's a part of me going, I don't want to do it. Why am I doing this? I don't know why I'm doing it. Um, am I qualified to be able to do this? Heck, I don't want to deal with this. I don't even like being in this situation. Okay. Okay. I'm going to surrender to it. There's a reason I'm meant to be there. Yeah. I don't know what it is yet. I, but yet there's some reason why I was put in it. Okay. Angel self. Okay. Knowing self. Okay. Divine self. Let's go in and do the work then, I guess. Let yeah. me be where I'm at. Let me be who I'm supposed to be. And that's the interesting story of how do, why do we get put into situations? Why do we go certain places? Because we're meant to do something to help, to support. And, you know, it seems like once we let go of the of the of the destination and and surrender to the journey that we find out that the destination comes quicker. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, it comes quicker because we're not trying to fight it. We're not trying to manipulate it, but we're trying to just be the better that we can be in it. Mm -hmm. And when we become that, there is this gift that's going forward. 
you know, but there again is having boundaries. So after the new year, if I'm still doing the situation, I'm going to have a conversation with my supervisor and ask why some certain situations are going on because of the devaluing feeling. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, though, they value me enough to trust me with these certain situations. Yeah. Well, you know, I just came to my thought too. surrender can be just something really simple sometimes, something we all go through where you're in a hurry to get somewhere. And well, let's say you're running late, like you had a, a movie you were going to and you get there and all of a sudden there's a line like 30, 40 people in front of you. And so the first thing when you get in line, like me, I'm going, oh, God, I'm going to miss the previews or, you know, I'm going to get in there and it's all going to be started. And, and then I go, why didn't I get I could have I could have got here 10 minutes earlier and I wouldn't have to do this. And you're going through all this stuff. And then when you just realize you're in the line, you're still going to go to the movie. There's no way you're going to be rude and jump to the front of the line or try to do something like that. Although your mind's looking for, you know, <laughs> for ways of trying to do that. Mm -hmm. But you finally just surrender. Okay, I'm just going to be in line. I'll get in there when I get in there and it's going to be okay. Well, with me, ah, all of a sudden my body just feels good and relaxed instead of like, oh, I'm thinking all these things, you know. So it's just surrendering to the moment, you know. Mm -hmm. Here I am. I, there's no way around it. Got to wait you know, probably an extra 10 or 15 minutes in line to get in there. And then I tell myself, okay, Regan, next time leave 10 minutes or 15 minutes earlier, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, or maybe I know. a lot of times I'm apologizing. I'm sorry for stepping out of the door the last minute here, but can yeah. you help me? out? I'm asking for, <laughs> for yeah. some support. And sometimes it's that breath of going, okay, I'm here. I'm here. And a number of times when traveling, when flights were missed or things that happened and you're like, oh, I'm not going to get there where I had to go on time and it's going to be hours later or the next day later or something. I found that when when it wasn't my fault, you know, that it wasn't something I did, but it was just the universe saying, you're not going there right now, Regan. Then when I would find myself surrendering to that, I bet you if I went back through my diary, I could list 20 times when. I found myself either meeting somebody uh, and having a, a meaningful conversation or something would happen. And I'd realize this was more important than me getting to my destination on time, you know, because uh, like I tell people, I say, you know, some of my clients, I say, well, is there anything you could have done about that? And they go, no. I said, then you need to just surrender to it, you know, yeah. and you just realize that maybe, maybe uh, you were in the wrong window of getting to a place and you needed to be in this other timeline, you know, because of somebody you needed to meet or something that would happen. So mm -hmm. it's really nice, like after the fact and you go, wow, I just had the most wonderful meeting or, or meeting in the night, you know, like ships meeting in the night of mm -hmm. a conversation or something with people that you know that you were just meant to be there for that person or them be there for you. Exactly. I call that divine timing. Divine and I, I, I always say I, I walk in divine timing but also, I say, can divine timing at least hook up a little bit with human timing to honor the situations <laughs> that my humanness needs to be in? I like and the way so, you, can tweak it. you can find tweak it there. It's good. <laughs> and and what I find is is that I I if I'm aware of that divine timing, that I listen a little bit cleaner. Oh, you better leave now. Okay, I'll try to hurry up and and leave now, or get out of bed now come on, you can get out of bed now. You know, there's a, there's that divine timing that helps you 
to negotiate your day. But there's times where it's like you try to get out of the house and you can't get out of the house. And, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. And it's, and you know, nothing, you know, yes, sometimes you don't have to take that phone call or sometimes you don't have to re, you know, deal with that text or whatever. But there's other things that come up that are just, you know, like the garage door not opening up. And, you know, there are all these things that just don't go. And, and then, you know, you get there and you find out that the person just got there themselves. And that three minutes that you were late gave them a chance to get their footing underneath them. Mm-hmm. Or what I find sometimes is like, I'm, I'm trying to do something electronically, or I'm trying to do something and it's not working and it's really not working. And I'm kind of going, okay, am I supposed to be doing this now? And I kind of hear no. Okay. So then I go and do something else you know, and, and get something else done. Then I come back to it and it works because it was meant to happen in that timing for, for whatever reason that maybe my energy was different dealing with it. So with that, that there always is these divine timings. Now we have to be responsible for ourselves. If we're ones that are chronically late and, and we disrespect the people that were around, that's something that's on us. You know, if, if, you know, if I was to get out of bed always 30 minutes later than I was supposed to, then that made me 30 minutes to late to work. That's on me. Yet at the same time though, there is a difference between noticing. I just can't get out of the house. You know, it's like, I know I put my keys in my bag. I cannot find my keys in the bag. You know, it's like, there's something else that's in charge here. And that's when we have to maybe look at, if we can, you know, that scenario that we've been around. Yeah. One thing I love about uh, my partner, Patty, here is that she's so easy to go with plan B. You know, we've had such like when we've been out traveling and everything and we have a we have, um, you know, we have an agenda and all of a sudden something happens where we don't get to go where we were supposed to go it was beyond our control. Then we both got kind of look at each other and go, ah, oh, shucks, you know? And then we go, okay, what's plan B? And, and some of the times the best adventures have been plan B things mm-hmm. that we couldn't even imagine, but just because we were able to go with the flow, you know, not, not go against the, against the, uh, uh, not to go against the grain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's one thing that's really amazing. And, um, and Donna Marie here, um, can I have a reading? I'm new to you. Hello, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Uh, okay. Yes, let's let us finish this, and then then um, okay. then we'll get on. To yeah, hang in there, Donna. We'll yeah, happy. exactly. Because we're coming down to about the last um, ten minutes, and we just wanted to to finish out these thoughts. Yeah. So and, with that, that we're going to be going into now, since we talked a little bit about surrendering, so accepting and trusting and then the last one right before the holidays will be forgiveness and yeah. and when as we're going through these processes we're, we'll talk about after the show if it's going to be let's see we did um surrender accept or trust accepting let's go into six accepting next so next monday will be about accepting i was yeah. checking in so sorry if i took control there okay. um uh that um the Going into that accepting piece, because it is about surrender and trust and accept um, that, uh, you know, going forward, 
It's amazing. And I'll get that piece of paper. I was looking for it at the very beginning of the show about my piece of paper that I wrote down um, that I did at the beginning of um, when I was going through a life altering experience. And it, it was really helpful to um, to move forward in in our life. So. So now, for, for is it Donna? Yeah, Donna. Yeah. Um, and anybody else listening, one thing we like to do on the show uh, since Natasha is an expert medium, as I can attest to from so many times she's helped me out, unbelievable, my whole family and friends, uh, that sometimes she'll do a little mini reading for you when we have mm -hmm. time apart during the show. We don't like to take up the whole show because we usually have a topic, but she's happy to do a little uh, mini reading for you to uh, kind of get you started. And then from there, you know, if you if you want more than that or go more in depth, because I know she sees a lot more than she's going to say, especially since it's a public forum. Yeah, so, I, I respect that public forum. And yeah. and to be honest with you, I'm struggling with a little bit of a headache today. So I'm um, oh, a, a really deep subject my, or a really deep reading might not be the best for me right now. But um, right. I've been it's usually when I my head hurts, I start getting real sleepy. So I apologize if I'm beyond a little bit because yeah. it's not my body. When I, I used to do that, when I used to get really bad cramps and and my body just shuts down and wants to sleep. So when I'm hurting it it just shuts down so it's like a i gotta struggle to keep keep myself moving here yeah. not to disrespect my show because or this show because i love being here so if so donna if you would like to um if you'd like to, to um to type real quick um uh, uh something about what you're looking for that would be helpful um, yeah and be as specific as you can not too general Right. Yes, but remembering though that that you know if you say too much, then it might um, give something away. But yet at the same time, though, um, this is um, you are new to me also, and this is um, this is on air. So if you say something in general, then it would be kind of trying to like um, dial into the um, the FM station and the AM station of a radio and trying to get all the radio stations at the same time. And that doesn't work. And we're limited on time. So thank you very much for typing in. I don't know if you are, but, uh, and I know that on, um, on, uh, YouTube that it, um, only allows you certain words, so many words. So you can, if it has a little bit more, I understand you might need to add on with another yeah. comment. Well, let's see so. if you can help her with something uh, general. Yeah. I know we're all going through a lot right now. I know that, um, that we're really, like I said earlier, um, Oh, a message from spirit. Um, why? Um, okay. Uh, I, I'll give me a second to tune in with that one. Cause that is, like I said, it, it's, um, it's a little bit open-ended, but yet I can, I'm getting something here. So, um, as we're going forward, that this, let me finish this concept here, that we're, we're really going through breaking old boundaries, um, old habits, old knowings of ourselves. And so if you're really getting triggered, please remember that surrender is part of that dance of saying, okay, if you want me to let go of that, you got to tell me where I'm going to go with that. Uh, you know, it, it, you know, it's that, Okay, if you want me to not have that um, habit, okay, you got to fill in something with it because usually you can't fill in, um, you can't let go of something without filling it in. Yeah, too. It's like a so, yeah it is a vacuum. So it's like you transfer one thought to another. So that it's creating that new habits that we can go. Okay, so um, 
I'm going to go to Archangel Michael and, you know, the archangels don't want you to um, worry about what you believe in. They're here no matter what you believe in. And Archangel Michael wants you to know that um, this moment that you're going through, remember, it's just a moment and that you have tools in your tool bag, he's saying, that can really give you helpfulness help with what you're going through. He's saying that, um, remember that as your feet are being taken out from underneath you, and I call these implosions, <laughs> that usually the implosions are here to teach us to do something. So he's saying that trust this process. There's a reason why you caught the show today, but trust the process because of the fact that what is Hitting you hard right this minute will not hit you hard in another day or two. So please remember to trust the process. You have two feet, he says. Please remember to stand up and stand on them because the fact that, that the more that you can walk forward, it will help them to help you. And that's one thing that Michael says is that we're here helping you. But please remember to keep your, um, your inner knowing moving forward to say, what's happening next? What can I do next? Where can I go next? And he's saying, if you can do that, that will help the situation. I hope that was helpful. Yeah. So what Donna can do there is, in a sense, surrender to her issue. Um, in other words, to just relax her about it. And when she does that, that's going to be help her to find solution a little better. But to kind of look at the situation and see it may be hard when you're right in the middle of a situation of seeing what it's going to teach you, what you have a chance to learn. But once she gets through it, you know, she's uh, probably going to be stronger and better and know more about life than she does right now. Exactly. Because every struggle, every implosion that we go through, it's something. And that's why I call them implosions, because they're inward to teach us to, to do, to be different, that those implosions do help us to to kind of say, I can come up out of this. You know? yeah. I, I can do this. So, and then Paula here, um, Regan, if you don't mind reading, please. Oh. Okay. This is, uh, hi, Paula. Nice for you to listen. Glad you're listening to the show. I feel like I've surrendered to the journey, but continually have blockages. Am I responsible for them or are they put there by some other entity or process? I struggle to identify the shadow work. <clears throat> um, Natasha might, you know, be a little bit better than I, let me give you my little two cents and then Natasha can. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> a lot of times when you surrender, that doesn't mean there's still not going to be blocks, you know, surrendering just means you're going to get through the blocks easier or the solutions to getting through those things will come to you a little easier than when you were yelling and screaming and kicking, you know, through the process. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> and, um, each one of the blockages has a little lesson for you. <clears throat> and so, sometimes it's just the fact that you, you send love to these blockages, you know, that you, uh, you know, you want to find a way, how can I get through this roadblock that I have? How can I get through this difficult situation when, when I'm coming from love, not from, from hate or anger and that sort of thing? It sounds kind of simplistic, but it is simplistic in that way. As you, as you, uh, you know, give up and, and surrender. And, and then as you relax or you pray, I would say meditation actually, um, 
you know, you can in, download if you haven't already Insight Timer. It's called Insight Timer. It's one of the best meditation apps that they have. And um, <clears throat> they have guided meditations on there for so many things. Great music to help your body to relax, to get you in kind of a, what we call an alpha state where you're, you're, you're semi entranced, where you can see things more clearly, you know. But um, what would you say to that, uh, Natasha? Well, I can also say that right now, that if you keep seeing the same patterns happening over and over again about, let's say, if you try to, I'm going to take it simple. If you, um, if you are trying to not eat certain things, okay, and you keep sabotaging and you keep doing that and, and, you know, that there's that, that moment of, of, um, how can I do better when you keep, when somebody keeps going forward and moving and these blockages keep happening, as you say, and, and the, not identifying the shadow work. And Paula, there, there might be more of a private session here to help you see those cycles. Cause I, I do see that there is, you know, you're surrendering well, you're doing well with that part of it. There is this process of, what do you want to call it? Um, when we are going through some life-altering experiences like we have been lately, that there is a fine line between blockages happening because it's not our writer path. And if we keep going down the same road the same way many times that's not the way that the universe wants us to go sometimes they want us to take that exit off the freeway to get a little bit of a view to get that knowing so that's part of the the um to going forward but but at the same time if we keep surrendering totally because of the fact that when we hit a blockage you don't know how many blockages i've hit in this journey of me being the intuitive gift that i am the, doing my business that i keep have, have keep hitting blockages because the universe is saying are you sure you want to do that is that sure what the, what you want let me stop and think get you to think about it so remembering that sometimes blockages are here for stopping moments to think and and having us move forward and like I said, that this might be more of a private session in a way. And there was a reason why I brought brought this book out because this is a book study that I'm doing. I have two book studies going right now with our, um, and I'm getting my second one going. Uh, but this book here has been amazing in triggering some of those um, hiccups that I um, that we've been doing. And so that's where I'm doing a book study on. Yeah. Um, Overcoming Under Earnings by Barbara Stan Stanny. S T A N N Y um, that that um, could um, maybe possibly help a little bit too, um, and that's why I'm doing a book study is because uh, when we're having conversations with each other, it's amazing how those little insights, like me being a um, 15 year old standing in my dad's office who is a chiropractor, um, and saying when I was having a hard time filing and not answering phones because I was so dyslexic that my 15 year old said, what are we going to do now? You can't even file. And so that part of me was sabotaging 
I don't believe I can. 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 And it was a small little whisper. And so getting those little moments, and, and that's the thing about looking at those patterns. When you get those blockages, see if there's some similarities in them. Is it the other people that are doing it? Well, if it is the other people, but, but you're the common denominator. And it's that's what shadow work is, is about seeing that what can we do? It's not necessarily our fault, but what can we do differently to negotiate that story? Yeah. And to uh, Paula and Donna, right? There yes. The, yeah. Uh, both for the both of you, too. Um, because usually with your issues, we have a lot of emotional you know, mm -hmm. stuff going with it. And I just want to mention, look up. Uh, well, actually, if you go to my website, you can see videos on um, if you tap on the tab that says EFT, mm -hmm. Emotional Freedom Technique. There's also, uh, if you have a pen or pencil, I'll say this, write down this. It's just E-M-D-R. Uh, it's, uh, I forget what it stands for all of a sudden. It's, it's a desensitization to issues. And there's also something called the Havening, H-A-V-E-N-I-N-G, Havening Touch. Those three energy medicine things are in the forefront of energy medicine now, and they help people deal with emotional issues. So if you're having an issue or have a trouble to go through, these things can be easily taught. They can be, they're, they're things you can do yourself to reduce the uh, emotional energy down to where it's something you can handle okay. So that in itself is a blessing because then you can get through the trial you're going through in a more calm way. You know, so EMDR, uh, you can, if you have any questions about that on my site, just on the contact page, just ask me and I'll, I'll get you there. So you could find someone in your area or, I mean, I do do it online. You know, it's, it's just as easily learned as that online too. But if you're more comfortable doing something in person, look up uh, a psychologist or someone who uses those techniques. They work 10 times better than just talk therapy. Mm -hmm. You know, you're able to, you're able to reduce your cortisol level by doing these, which is your stress hormone uh, proven in tests and everything. So anyway. Um, yeah. And, and that's the thing is, is that, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, like Donna, you know, I'm sorry, I, you said that you wanted a family member. If you would have said that at the beginning, that's why I was, we were trying to say, you need to kind of give us a chance by, by fine tuning it just a little bit more. So I, I would, but I went to Archangel Michael because usually Archangel Michael can, um, can tell me pretty cleanly about what's going on. Uh, so I apologize. I didn't get a family member for you, but like I said, that I'm quite heavy, headachy right now. So my, I'm not being my better that I could be. Yeah. I apologize. It's coming I, I down at the end here. Not just because this is coming from my heart, not because I'm trying to make Natasha some money or something here. But Natasha is so good at this. And she's helped so many of my friends with her issues. So and she's very reasonable. She loves spending time with you. And she did, does this work out of from her heart. So if you want to have a, a session, just you know, go to what angelic clarifications down there and, and set up a, you know, a session with her. And I'm sure she can help you. We'd love you to have you do that and then come back on the show and talk about maybe what you, you know, how it helped you and everything, because the more people know about what we do, we don't have all the answers, but we got a bunch of answers. We got a bunch yeah. of answers. Yes. Bunch, but not all, you know, we're still learning ourselves and that, but we're, mm -hmm. we do this because it's something that we're supposed to be doing in this lifetime as our mission, as we found out. Right. Yeah, yep. so, uh, it's it's my life calling. It's too. my life calling. And and that's that's where I so enjoy doing this. And um, it's amazing when we get those aha moments. And Paula says um, she said here. Um, 
definitely help point me towards some help available to me. Yeah. You're more than welcome. Because it, 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 we're going through, and Donna, too, you know, I'm sorry that I wasn't as helpful as you wanted me to be, but you know, we are going through these moments. And, and sometimes these big moments we're going through and Regan, you know, your sessions go, um, mine go sometimes an hour and a little bit, but I try to keep most of them and add an hour. Yours can go, you know, a couple hours because of the process of getting into hypnosis and coming right. out of it and do, you know, go getting to know each other and the questions to ask that, you know, this, these aren't the 10 or five minute conversations on a, on, on a show, you know, these are deep, deep stuff that we're going through right now. And honoring that about ourselves is, is what we should be doing because there's a lot of habits, a lot of shadow work that we're doing as it's called that have been in place for years. And the universe is saying, you think you want to do that still? Right. Time to let go of them. Time to let go of what we can. Surrendering. Yeah. Here's the good thing is we've seen so many people uh, and uh, that have had all all kinds of problems imaginable, you know, from horrific, horrific to just little things. But there are things that are keeping people from being the best they can be in their life. And um, we've had so many people have turnarounds and change their life. And what we try to do is you're going down a certain path right now and we're going to try to alter that path a little bit. So you start heading in a better direction, a more uplifting direction. And once you kind of start, it's exciting. Some people kind of dread therapy, but once all of a sudden they see, oh my God, I don't have that problem anymore. Or that I feel like that tank has been lifted off of me for that. Mm-hmm. Then the subconscious says, wow, come on, let's get rid of some of those other things. You know, and you find out that you can kind of do a clearing of all the crap that's been dumped on your back. And there's ways of, of getting rid of that now. So no sense carrying it around with you the rest of your life, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're sitting, you're, you're watching two non-judgmental people. Oh, yeah. We, I, I, if I haven't done it in this lifetime, I've done it in another lifetime. So why yeah. should I try? Why should I judge you for what you've done? And there's been people that have come to me with, with um, horrific thoughts that they've had towards other people because they were put into very awful positions. And I went, I love, I'm, I'm hugging you with love <laughs> yeah. because that's, you know, it, it, it's, it, it was a moment that you were in. How could you not have that thought? Yeah. Now, what are we going to do with it? And now what are we going to do with it? And one of the first things to realize these problems that you have, uh, they'll dissolve, uh, you know, might take a little time, but you always get past them. Just think of things like this have happened to you in earlier in your life with one thing or another, and you got through those, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just now, but it's nice to have some help, somebody to help you get through it with the least amount of emotional distress. And that's what we do. So, uh, and, you, and you, Donna, um, you have a grandmother that um, is sending you a lot of love oh. and um, she's one that you made cookies with, um, or there's something about cookies uh, with this one. Um, Cause I'm seeing ice cookies for some reason, but Donna, if um, I, I, she, she's sending you lots of love and that, uh, she wants you to trust. She wants you to trust, my dear. So I hope that helps you. Yeah. Uh, and so if you would like to watch us next Monday at 4 o'clock Pacific time, we're going to be talking about accepting yeah. or trusting. Well, probably get into both accepting and trust. Start with accepting. Like today, we only got to surrender. We thought we'd do two things, but accepting and trusting. We could start with accepting, maybe get to trusting. Yeah. So um, so with that, that um, 
well, they're all kind of hand in hand, surrender, trust, and accept. But um, we're going to be doing um, accepting next um, show. So next Monday is accepting, and I will be on um, Wednesday at 4 o'clock Pacific time. I'm not too sure yet what I'm going to talk about um, that um, as we go forward. Uh, so, right, and this do, show well, here will be on podcast, too. Yeah. Life Clarifications with Natasha. Yeah. Um, oh, you're very welcome, Paula. Yeah, I'm glad that Paula and Donna. Uh, she says that was awesome. We love it when, uh, yeah, when we hear from you guys out there. So, you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there, like I say, there's a reason we met you and and you met us. It's we're all in here. We're we're all in this to help each other walk home. You know, so exactly, um, exactly. Yeah. So if you, anybody wants to get a hold of me, it's visittheafterlife.com. Um, some great videos on there. Matter of fact, Paula and Donna, watch the ones on the EFT and hypnosis, you can see how those two things can be a benefit to you. Um, and then um, there's also, uh, you can learn about the life between life sessions on there. We're in a deep state of trance. You can actually expand your awareness to the other side for a couple hours and come back. Sounds crazy, but it's happening. And uh, Natasha, how do they get a hold of you? You can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. Yeah. Email me at Natasha at angelic clarifications.com. Um, I am here very reasonably priced because I love to support and help people go through life. Um, there's many uh, YouTube, if you're um, both of you are on my YouTube channel. So with that, that you'll find a lot of um, short little videos, um, just one minute to two minute short videos um, to give support in moments of life. And, uh, you know, please know that you're loved. Everybody who is watching the show or listening to the show, remember you're loved because the no one is walking alone. I see angels and guides with every and loved ones with every single Everybody one of you, and we all have them, and they'll here to help. So that's half the surrender is letting them step into our lives to help us move forward. Mm -hmm. So blessings all, and um, if you're interested in that book study that I um, showed up. Um, I have um, a couple more spots open for my 6.30 Pacific time uh, on Thursdays. So blessings all. Bye now. See you next week. See you next week at four o'clock Pacific time. Yep.